Hi there and welcome to Colour Fit Chat number 19 and I hope this episode finds you safe and well during this crazy period. This week I'm absolutely delighted to have performance nutritionist and lecturer Nessan Costello on the show. Nessan is a certified nutritionist who emerged as one of the leading talents when he undertook an applied PhD with Leeds Rhino Rugby League. He's since worked at Leeds United Football Club for over two and a half years and if you've followed the documentary on Leeds, you'll have seen some of the amazing work that he does and many of the players and experts commentating on the far-reaching benefits of Nessan's work. He also works as the lead performance nutritionist for Bath Rugby and he's a lecturer and supervisor at Leeds Beckett University. I knew of Nesson, but I first saw him personally at the Senar conference last year where he presented on assessing dietary intake. His presentations are on another level, as you're about to witness, and I implore you to watch the YouTube as well as to listen to the podcast as he provides a wealth of peer-reviewed illustrations to support his statements and has raised the bar as far as I'm concerned with this type of engagement. In this episode, he talks about nutrition considerations for professional football. And despite working for over 20 years in football, I took absolutely loads from his statements. Nesson is also going to be part of a stellar lineup of speakers for a conference on April 30th, aimed at raising money for COVID-19 and organised by a former guest, Charles Jasford. So jump on his social to get involved to what promises to be one of the seminal nutrition conferences this year. Really hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, I'm Nessie Costello and I'm a performance nutritionist working within professional football. For me, the main nutritional considerations for football players includes the achievement of optimal dietary carbohydrate intakes within the constraints of a relatively uh, low total energy expenditure. Applied research uh, utilising WA water has shown us that professional football players spend between 3,250 calories per day to 3,550 calories per day. When normalised to player body mass, this represents an expenditure of between 42 to 44 calories per kg for an outfield player and a much lower total energy expenditure for a goalkeeper of around 38 calories per kg body mass. This means for um, your typical 75 kg outfield player or 85 kg goalkeeper, their total energy requirement across a one or a two game week is around 3,250 calories per day which can mean it's very difficult to achieve optimal dietary carbohydrate intakes in preparation for recovery from match play while also maintaining an optimal body composition throughout the season. Periodization of dietary carbohydrate is very relevant to professional football players and in particular outfield players as they aim to supercompensate muscle glycogen concentrations uh, for match play while also enhancing the weekly training response and achieving energy balance. Intakes of equal to or greater than 8 grams per kilogram body mass carbohydrate are recommended during the pre, during and post-match period, therefore necessitating much lower intakes throughout the week if you want to achieve energy balance. Dr Liam Anderson has done some great work in the English Premier League um, detailing the training and match load of professional players during a 1, 2 and 3 game week. As expected, total training load and time spent in higher speed zones um, increased with the addition of each game. Um, however, players completed relatively modest training demands at around three to five kilometers per day, suggesting a reduced requirement for dietary carbohydrate throughout the week. Um, likewise, Anthony White has done some fantastic work with goalkeepers, showing that total distance is higher for goalkeepers on match day than during training, but high-speed distance um, covered between the two conditions is similar, with goalkeepers actually completing greater dives, explosive efforts, and changes of direction during training than match play. 
Consequently, considering the lower expenditures of goalkeepers, it actually might not be necessary to periodise dietary carbohydrate throughout the week um, in relation to match play, and definitely not to the same extent as outfield players. Finally, considering the increased exercise-induced cell signaling responses associated with finishing training with low muscle glycogen, it might appear pertinent or important to target this with outfield players during the season. I think it's important to remember that obviously your starting players are likely to finish the game with low muscle glycogen, definitely within selected muscle fibres. Um, so I guess the question really becomes, how can we implement effective carbohydrate periodization or train load protocols for those players that are in the first team squad but don't actually play and actually eat with the first team squad in preparation for match play? And then how one may actually implement this for the whole squad throughout pre-season periods. As previously discussed, carbohydrate recommendations for professional outfield football players currently advise optimal intakes of 8 gram per kilogram body mass on match day minus one, match day, and match day plus one to support optimal glycogen loading and synthesis for match play, with intakes of three and five and five and seven gram per kilogram body mass recommended on low and moderate intensity days respectively. Now, if you take a typical one game week as an example, with a game played on a Saturday and a hard training day midweek potentially on a Wednesday, you might recommend intakes of four gram per kilogram body mass on your light days, six gram per kilogram body mass on your hard training day, and eight gram per kilogram body mass of carbohydrate around match play. Now, assuming the calorific value of four calories for every gram of carbohydrate, this would equate to a daily intake of 1,800 calories on carbohydrate across the week for a typical 75 kg outfield player, allowing for 1.6 gram per kilogram body mass intake of protein and 29% total energy intake from fat, which fits well within your recommended intakes and the published W-label water total energy requirements of 43 calories per kg of body mass for outfield players. Now it becomes a lot more difficult, however, when prescribing across a two game week. So if you're following optimal carbohydrate recommendations again, with eight gram per kilogram body mass across six days, and one light day at four gram per kilogram body mass, this equates to a daily carbohydrate intake of roughly 2,230 calories from carbohydrate, which with a 1.6 gram per kilogram body mass intake from protein, only allows for 16% of dietary intake from fat, which falls well below the minimum recommendation of 20%. So instead, personally, I would recommend an intake of six gram per kilogram body mass on match day minus one and match day plus one, topping players up with eight gram per kilogram body mass on match day across your pre-match period during competition and that four hour fast biphasic glycogen synthesis phase post-match, and then four gram per kilogram body mass again on your light day. And this would actually allow for a protein intake of 1.6 gram per kilogram body mass and a fat intake of 27%, which falls well within recommendations and the achievement of uh, player energy balance throughout the competitive week. I think the first important consideration is that although dietary assessment is an imperative part of our practice and to understanding what athletes are actually eating, unfortunately it is an inherently flawed process uh, to some degree and this has important considerations for how we interpret the data. This being said, published research within professional football is very convincing. So a recent 2019 systematic review showed that professional football players were consuming 4.7 gram per kilogram body mass of carbohydrate per day. Now when targeting um, even six gram per kilogram body mass around match play, this is clearly not gonna be optimal. Um, further research from Dr. Liam Anderson's PhD has shown that um, professional players within the English Premier League consume four gram per kilogram body mass of carbohydrate on training days, such as match day minus one and match day plus one, and then top this up to six gram per kilogram body mass on match days themselves. Um, this is really interesting actually, because players were afforded six eating opportunities across days. 
Um, and then a the final consideration, which I think is important to highlight, is that it's not that players aren't eating enough food, they're just eating too much of the wrong things. So the research, again, from the systematic review suggests that professional male players are consuming 1.8 gram per kilogram body mass of protein and 33% of their dietary intake from fat. And when you consider this in comparison to Liam Anderson's research, he suggested that players were consuming 2.5 gram per kilogram body mass of protein or around that um, and under 30%, around 28% of dietary uh, intake from fat. And again, I'd just like to second this, that this is something that we see in our own practice and we assess with players as well. There's a couple of applied questions I'd love to see answered. For example, the total energy expenditure of professional senior players across a pre-season period, or the total energy expenditure of academy players across a pre-season or in-season period. Now, fortunately, Andrew Jenkinson and Marcus Hannon are doing a fantastic job of answering these questions as part of their PhD. Um, and Marcus has also done a really good job of establishing normative RMR values for junior or young academy players. Um, although no such values exist for senior players, uh, to my knowledge, which also impacts our understanding of physical activity levels when using W label water, for example. Uh, further investigation of changes in RMR across weekly microcycles would help us direct improved dietary intakes, alongside further research establishing the total energy and nutrition requirements of substitutes and first and second choice goalkeepers to uh, back up what's already been published. Um, finally, further research on how we can translate this knowledge into practice is obviously required. So for example, the behaviour change rule has been frequently mentioned, but has yet to be applied within professional football to my knowledge. Uh, moreover, employment of such a model, if employment of such a model was effective, further evaluation of the active ingredients or the behaviour change techniques would be warranted uh, for more successful intervention design and implementation in future interventions. So a big thanks to Nessan there for his insights. And as I mentioned at the start, I think he's really raised the bar for this type of interaction. Footballers have high performance needs with regular matches and hard training, so sufficient carbs are going to be absolutely key. This can make it tricky to simultaneously promote being lean and maximising your health, but an established solution is carb periodisation, and Nessam presented some great evidence-based models for one and two match weeks. On top of what he presented, I also think that you can slightly reduce match day plus one carb requirements as long as you maximise that post-match nutrition, aiming for around one gram per kilogram of carbs in three to four key feedings post-match. Getting athletes to adhere to these principles can certainly be difficult and I constantly encounter general fear of carbs due to gaining weight and an overemphasis on protein intake. Maximising health is also a difficult battleground and I think that periodisation for nourishment has to go hand in hand with carb periodisation so we can maximise health when performance is not paramount and I tend to find that protein is fairly consistent throughout the week. Nessan also mentioned that behavioural change is absolutely key and there's some great research being conducted within nutrition but remember it's an incredibly dynamic process to gaining buy-in across different individuals and this is where gaining as much experience as possible is key. So get out there and help people optimise their nutrition. Big thanks for tuning in. And remember, please subscribe to and review the Colour Pit podcast and YouTube. And I'll hopefully see you next week.